a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup. Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away if you're going. Leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. All right, welcome. Welcome, welcome to the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, live on the Blowtorch FM signal at 102.7 ESPN in Austin, Texas, or recorded as a live podcast for you 24-7, 365 on all your favorite podcasts. You can find them. And that link right through the outdoorzone.com, the outdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney, veteran outdoor writer, and one of your hosts here with me is, of course, the ranch hand Unicus L. Cody Ryan. <laughs> You're very poppy this morning, and I don't know if it's on my end or my headphones or no, I'm I'm hung over from sugar. I'm oh, just, no, just not peppy, up. poppy, poppy, <laughs> peppy like no, microphone. Not, that's, that's radio lingo. Oh, oh, poppy, poppy, you know, yeah, that, pop, there pop, you pop. go. Okay, maybe so, I just need to do that. And, and I mean, I wouldn't say peppy, but you, you, you do have the, um, oh my gosh, hat on. He slept with it on. I still have this, oh, I have this red. Uh, like he forgot uh, you know he's standing in front of the mirror like twisting yes, it around yeah. looking at it <laughs> laying in the it's which the side Santa should Claus the hat. little little thing yeah. lay over the it side must have been an elf which, party which or last looks night. better this side or this side you know he slept like with it, it last okay. night right if it was the elf yeah. party you know he slept with it i on. slept with this hat on i had this full one piece red uh kind of cover all john I call it a one. What were those things called that had the buttons all the way up? That's a we one. We used to have them. The long underwear, the onesies? Yeah, long underwear. Yeah. Long yeah. underwear. But no, it was it, a onesie. So beefsteak is in the house. Oh, yeah. Speaking and of which. Jack oh. Jack is the ranch hand that gets here early. Make sure the gate gets open, fires up the old pot belly stove, and usually 
puts an extra layer of foil on that coat hanger that gets a signal out to you, the regulators, our friends and our nine listeners and family. We we lost a, we lost one of our listeners a couple of weeks ago when my mom passed away. Uh, we're down a listener. We need to we need to pick one up somewhere. Attention East Texas. Attention East Texas. We need one more. Come on. We need a listener in East. We need to go to Walmart and hand out. I've got a buddy that said he's going to quit listening if we don't stop talking bad about East Texas. East Texas. East Texas. East. Oh, actually, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Vitaly. Shout out! Shout out to uh, all the firefighters and first responders out there. There, rumor has it there's some stations out there that have us tuned in on Sunday mornings and uh this is probably a busy season when people's christmas trees are catching on fire and people are leaving their hot chocolate on the stove too long and so thank you to the first responders out there we stand with you guys we we ride with the blue so tj i suppose you did an uh elf party last night the elf party was you know it's pretty interesting how things go the elf party every year we have the annual elf party uh with the theme uh, uh, that correlates with the elf movie and uh every year it just kind of, the, the last couple of gatherings of our whole family we've got five of them Let's see, one, two, three. Well, we got three for sure girls that are five or less. And there's just, it's just like you have a tornado machine and you just turn it on and you throw it inside your house. And the parents are trying to keep up with everybody to make sure somebody doesn't smash their face into a glass object. And it has turned into a complete train wreck is basically what you're saying. When uh, we had the elf party originally, it was none of us had any kids. Now we have kids and tried to explain that a bunch of toddlers and setting out bowls of candy. So it's an elf party themed after the movie Elf, the Elf. And so like the movie the Elf, TJ... TJ, my dad, puts out bowls of candy and all that kind of stuff. They put out, you know, a, candy, a, candy a corn, plethora syrup. of syrup and candy corn, and so you, you uh, you're all, saying all the candy fixings. Now you have toddlers running around, so it's a different atmosphere, and candy is abundant, and it's just. It's just, it's a lot. So how do you explain a to lot them of noise. that they can't have any of it? That's what I want to oh, know. I don't. Yeah, he doesn't do anything. He sits <laughs> back in an elf costume. So, and uh, he's drinking, like a dealer. He's he like eats, a candy eats, dealer. <laughs> eats and drinks hot chocolate. Well, we would have gone That's... real nice together. I played Santa at a party on Friday night. You Can you believe I have my own Santa suit? Just, I 100% can believe oh, okay. that. Okay, just wanted to make what sure. What color is it? What do you think? What's it's... your favorite color? <laughs> of course, no. candy. Is it candy cane? Green, blue? No, no, it's candy cane. It's red and black. It has a big belt. 
You know, you got to wear the dual pistols when you're yeah, playing Yeah, tighten Santa. that belt up a little bit this year, I didn't did, you? man. It didn't. It fit real uh, nice this year. Yeah, exactly. And I wanted to do yeah, a shout-out, if you don't mind, out to the boys at KOZ for the vertical group. They are they are camping out this morning. So as the uh, winds came in heavy last night, they woke up Ooh. this morning going, it's a little cold out here. You know, do yeah. hard things, boys. It's good do for hard them. Things. But they went out. We went out to the horse ranch, that rescue place we talk about. You know, in uh, in Austin, and uh, Morrison Farms, by the way. And man, it was great. They cleaned up trash everywhere. It's nothing like getting a whole bunch of boys into a horse trailer and then they just drive around the whole ranch and pick up trash. That was their favorite thing, they said, during the day. And we did everything. We even had a deal where we uh, um, we got them out around all the ponds, and they walked the ponds and picked up wads from deer hunt. I mean, from dove hunting out there. It was really cool. Wow. We had a contest. Whoever won, you know, got something, something, you know, from KOZ. But it was pretty good. And well, the other thing is when I played Santa, all I could think about was what if I was giving away a rifle? Or a gun. I was like, where would Santa go to actually pick up a rifle or a gun or something that he wanted to give away for Christmas? I know where my Santa would want to go. Where's that? (laughs) His big bride. Come on, (laughs) boy. You know, I'm... Saw that walking in a mile away. Big bride's guns with the way society is pounding out. Hey, I got you. I got you, Santa. Sit back, relax. Oh, good job, Sonny. <laughs> uh, pounding on our rides, it's imperative. We support our local gun shops, the ones we trust. That's McBride's Guns. You know they are Austin family-owned and operated uh, for over 40, 50 years. How, what did we ever decide on that? Aren't they uh, like 100 60, years old? 60 the store's years. Been there? 63 years, I think. Pretty much the original store that was ever built in the city of Austin, I think. Yeah, Whether yeah. you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carrier, special order firearm, McBride staff can help. They've got a gunsmith on there at, on site as well, and they can take care of any repairs, modifications that you may need. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call. 512-472-3532 or check them out mcbridesguns.com because mcbrides guns they're our hometown gun shop um you're right beefsteak it, it is uh i don't know where tj went on us but i got a sugar rush i think he's finally coming down you know how you it's like a roller coaster. You're at this sugar high, and then it goes right. The oh. party, the party definitely changed uh, this year. I noticed a major <sighs> change in the Elf Party, the annual, the one party that TJ, uh, the one it, tr- family tradition that I'm trying my best to keep alive. Yes, he's trying his best to keep it alive, <laughs> and, and I, it's worked. And, you, and hey, you guys have. I, I'll have to tell you, I've had my. My whole family together three times. I told Mrs. Graney last night, I said, this has been an incredible last three or four months because we've had three occasions where our whole family came together at the farm. And I'll tell you what, if you're a grandparent or a parent, period, and you get your whole family together, you're right. especially when it's extended with grandkids. It's gold. Yeah, you might. It's gold. You yep. just dance. I did happy start dance. a. 
I did start a family protest and uh, Ixnade. One of his ideas, though, Shocking. yesterday. It's not Shocking. the underwear thing, is it? No, no. Oh, it was he okay. wanted us to wear some, you know, the same thing we always wear for a family picture, family portrait, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And it oh, was I like wondered a last why your wife was idea. saying that. And yeah, it was a last minute idea. Some people were already out and about, and yeah, I I just I pushed back a little bit on it's that. So good but, you, that that you that you did that. Yeah, so good. And then yeah, I just, sent him a picture just, from the from the family photo we had a year prior, a year prior wearing the exact same thing. I said here, just cut me in. I like it. I just wanted the rest of the family in there. You old Scrooge. Yeah. yeah. Well, not everybody was there. So. Hey, Hey, Yeah, that's right. Not everybody might be here next time. So we need to try and Whoa. rally everybody together. We were, I I'll give you so that. Dark. I'll, I'll give that you that. Dark. We, he's going to hand the hat to you. I think oh, Cody is oh, what he's oh. saying. I'll, I'll give you the that. Red fuzzy that we were hat. missing one, one family member, uh, Brady. Uh, it's okay. If, Taylor's and husband, CJ. CJ. Well, it's okay if he's not in it, but I need <laughs> I need Brady in it. Hey, let's take a break. On the flip side, we'll talk a little fishing. We got all your favorite segments just getting warmed up here at the bunkhouse. Stoke that fire, beef steak. Let's right. get it going. It's the outdoor zone. We're live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. All right, welcome back, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, you can catch us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Number one outdoor show right here for your listening pleasure live Sunday morning, 7 to 9. Uh, hey, don't wait. Savings like the Nile Maxwell Supercenter are happening right now. Biggest savings of the year, the deal of a lifetime, and the best pricing happening right now. Taking thousands off of MSRP on every brand new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram on the lot. How about a 24 Ram Crew Cab 4x4 with over 15000 in total savings? How about a 23 Ram Crew Cab 4x4 Lone Star? That's a nice truck right there. Or a 23 Gladiator, a 23 Jeep Gladiator Rubicon with over 12,000 in total savings. Yeah, that's right. So drive home for the holidays for less. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else, 620 and 183 in Austin. Or visit online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Nile Maxwell's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal and we'll beat it. 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Nile Maxwell Supercenter. And I thought this was a cool deal in the fishing world. There are still a couple opportunities, I believe. Actually, this may be the last opportunity or may have been the last opportunity to get a spot in the coveted Bassmaster Classic for 2024. What it is this time was the Bassmaster Team Championship. So uh, if you are a Bass, B-A-S-S, a, a sanctioned bass club, 
and they are allowed to send so many people to championships and then they work their way up through regional events and then to the Bassmaster Team Championship. I think they take the top six uh, after a couple of days in that championship. The top six teams, maybe, or maybe it's top three teams. And then they break you apart from your partner because it's a team championship. They break you apart from your partner. So you have to fish solo. And so there's like six six guys fishing solo, I guess, on the final day or Can we two. just continue to make everything just more complicated? Just everything. Uh, this just... has been going on for like 40 years. It's a, it's a pretty standard operation. Well, there's a reason I don't do that one then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, if, you, if you weren't doing like, uh, if you weren't over there coloring, typing on your phone and... Uh, and eating candy and answering a, a text message at the same time yeah and eating cookies then you'd probably been able to be follow out fishing along. that i i i probably would but okay uh but <laughs> the eventual winner yesterday the eventual winner a uh, young man named yavorsky is his last name it's aaron Yavorsky, and if I I could be saying that wrong, there's a slight chance that that may not be pronounced correctly. Nobody on this show ever mispronounces anything. It, yeah, and if and if it is at that point, then it should be changed. Show. It's our job. Uh, <laughs> what we're known. But for. he becomes the youngest Bassmaster Classic qualifier in history. Yesterday, and I just thought, holy cow, that is cool. He's not even, I don't even think he's 18. No, he's 17 years old hmm. and is going to be fishing the Bassmaster Classic in 2024. His team partner was his dad. And during the final days of competition, his dad didn't fish. He was on the water watching his son and he, and he gave way to his son and said, I'm going to let him let him win this one. I, I know why you did this story now. You, you're just kind of like getting TJ. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. I used to do that all the time. I no, just... <laughs> my old man would sit on the front of the boat and say, Get in the back. Only, only an hour more. Chill out. We'll go home in an hour. <laughs> Dad, it's dark. Put that cold pop R on there. hours later on a little boat. <laughs> we were sailing out into the middle of the lake. I don't know what that song Who was. Who was that? I watched a documentary on that football player. Um, he was oh a running gosh. back. He was a running back for a team up north for okay. years. We're narrowing it down. Go ahead. And yeah, this is where this is where and 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 uh, our ranch hand can probably jump in on this one because Emmett Smith. No, but he was the same year as Emmett Smith. But he was on the what team was it? It wasn't the Chargers. But same team for years. And then all of a sudden, one day, he faxed in that he quit. He faxed in that he was done as a running back. He was like, but what over the, uh, oh, my gosh, what was his name? Everybody knows him. Um, but over the years, he would get, he almost broke the college uh, running back record. And then he just walked off the, left the last quarter of the game and let, let let it stand and he could earl campbell no no but he was a running back like earl campbell 
only he was supposed to be, and he could have taken the complete world record, but he just retired. He said, those things don't matter to me. They don't matter to me. It was really strange, but he was a, anyway, I watched the documentary over the last couple of days. What does that have to do with the youngest Bassmaster Classic Let's give you kudos. Kudos for watching it, TJ. All right. Yeah, but I got a it question. It was really interesting. But Cody's yeah, but he is question, a super introvert. What 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 does it have to do the, with the them? reason I brought it up was because that kid's dad just stepped aside and he let his kid have the the glory and the opportunity. He stepped aside oh. and was given his seventeen year old son the ability to to go to the Bassmaster Classic and her break all the break all the records and uh, just being there, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was very cool. And he he, uh, I think he caught a like thirty pound bag that day, well, he, and he was fishing too. Yeah, if he, he did it. It wasn't like he was given this opportunity. He earned he, it. He earned it. I mean, he was like 14 after his dad sat there and watched him. His dad ended up catching like one fish just so he could go across the stage, I guess. <laughs> oh. uh, which yeah. I thought was funny, but he, his dad sat there and watched him the rest of the time in the other boat and uh, watched him catch 30 pounds of bass, you know, had a monster bag. They're down there in Florida, but still had a monster bag and and was like 14 pounds ahead of second place after after that day so, so cody he went you, into the final day with like a 14 pound lead if you oh, were if tj was on the other boat watching you fish do you think you would get some instructions or a little heckling or would you get like hey try over there you think he'd be no giving, no 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 thank would, you cody thank you barry he'd sanders be too busy. detroit lions Barry Sanders, Detroit Lions. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Watch it. He would be. Uh, Thank TJ you, would, TJ would be over there too busy with his ham sandwich and his cranberry and his chicken salad <laughs> and crackers to pay any attention or give me any instruction. Chicken salad. When have you ever seen me bring chicken salad? You bought you. Okay. Here's I'd be the eating deal. a banana. The last five times we've been fishing together, for some reason, you bring you you stop and you get At a Bucky's tub of get... chicken salad. Oh, there's nothing better than crackers. chicken salad from a truck stop, man. There, chicken yes, salad in a plastic Bucky's? tub with crackers on a boat, crumbs, crackers. Yeah, yeah I was listening. Crackers. I caught some... a tub of plastic. That I caught does some... real good in a. In an ice chest full yeah. of ice and water. I caught some uh, podcaster, and I, I don't know if it was Joe Rogan or somebody, had this uh, passing comment about uh, about places Chicken they salad. go. No, places they stop. Oh, right. And, and only the only places they stop, and one of them was Bucky's. <laughs> said, oh, we got two, two, or there, so whoever it was said, we got two of them up north, and it's one of the two places I stop. It's it's a safe place. That's it's a safe place to go and get food, fuel, hang out in the bathroom for clean. a while. Yeah, who doesn't go? Who doesn't like Bucky's? Is there somebody? Well, I guess the 
people who own Cody Ryan. Cody Ryan doesn't like people. So he hates Bucky. Yes, he does. Because there's He's lots of people his ways. He's a people person. I am. I I, I mean, I don't, don't know about all that. But I uh, I posted a few weeks ago, too. I thought it was funny. Hey, uh, the old fish story. Speaking of TJ and I. Oh, yeah. Are we taking a break? It's unfortunate. Right. It's time to wind the clock down. For this right, segment. Well, I'll tell that story here in a little bit. You okay. can look at it on my Facebook page, Wait. but it's a good... Uh, it's a it's a good story, and I don't, I don't think we've told it in a long time here in the in on Aww. the on the show. But uh, I do want to tell you about our friends over at Altrue HealthShare. You know, finding affordable, top quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen and entrepreneurs, those who are self employed. Well, Altrue HealthShare, they're a five hundred one c three organization that's been sharing in medical needs for more than twenty five years. Altrue HealthShare is not insurance however it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost uh, look i wouldn't protect my family any other way than using a health share and altrua health shares who i chose members contribute each month to a membership escrow and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account you can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org if you go to myshare.org slash cody You'll see there that I am not just reading this page for you guys. I actually am a member of Altrua HealthShare. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, coming up, news of the weird. Plus, I'll uh, at some point finish up that story about my early days of fishing. And, uh, man, just grab onto your seats. It's going to be a real one. It's the Outdoor Zone Live of the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the Bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, Outdoor Zone radio show, and live recorded podcast. Uh, let's see now. If your wife needed her car repaired, beef. <laughs> Where would you take it? To the only place I trust. You know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be a hard place to find a mechanic you can trust. So we use our friends for my wife's Durango. We go to Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company since 1978. I believe that's older than Cody Ryan. Each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. We want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance. Hey, ready to go visit them? Yeah, I am. My location is at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park and 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. 
at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Get all of their locations if you just go to sunautoservice.com. But I like to follow them on Facebooks, Facebooks, because I get the great maintenance tips and specials every week. All you got to do is just go to sunautoservice.com. Very good, Beef. You're so improving in your thanks, Dad. Commercial endeavors. Thank Dad. Maybe you'll expand my uh, my reach then a little bit. Here you go. There's my ask. Bye, buddy. <laughs> Hope you find your dad. Now right, it's time yes. for news. The weird. Come Speaking on. Of weird. Boing, 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 boing. Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So, um, Sioux City, Iowa got a news report about a helicopter pilot. The guy was, um, let's see, Iowa helicopter pilot back in the air two weeks after a waterfowl smashed through the windshield of his chopper and knocked him for a loop. So, the guy's flying this helicopter, um, and helicopters typically aren't affected the way airplanes are uh they don't have the issue of the bird strikes but this was a duck it was a greenhead mallard and it flew he it flew directly into the windshield on the helicopter smashed through the windshield hit the pilot in the head and knocked him out (laughs) went through the the windshield and knocked him out his other crew member kind of helped him kind of wake up enough to land. And, uh, he said, I don't even hardly remember what happened, but somehow and, knew it was a green mallard. Yeah. Yeah. It was a green head. <laughs> anyway, uh, so McCormick covered in blood and feathers was able to divert from storm Lake airport and land though. He remains fuzzy about what happened. Knocked me out for a little bit. I think, he said, I don't remember some of the information about what all happened. I remember a fellow crew member talking to me a little bit. Oh, man. So That's this is kind of like talking to a helicopter pilot, dude. Your feet and your hands are all moving at the same time to fly those things. Well, it got me thinking about with all the flying going on and coming up, I think we're going to have one of our top three or four uh times where people are flying on airports i thought this was some interesting information in fact twenty three thousand, no two thousand three hundred wildlife strikes happen uh have already been reported for 2023 with major airlines 2300 wildlife strikes the vast majority of those animals being birds according to a database maintained by federal aviation administration 97 percent of the strikes involve birds they can also include run-ins with bats or creatures on the ground, such as deer, coyotes, turtles, or alligators. Turtles. <laughs> Expanding wildlife populations increase the number of aircraft movements, a trend towards faster and quieter aircraft and out and outreach to the aviation community and have all contributed to the observed increase in reported wildlife strikes. The agency says that across the world, more than 300 people were killed because of wildlife strikes and nearly 300 planes were destroyed between 1998, 
1988 and 2021, the majority of those, 92%, happened at 3,500 feet or lower. Hmm. So that that climb and that descend, but above and getting to above 3,500 and below 3,500, that's the that's the uh that's the goal right make it above 3500 feet <laughs> so you just say and a little prayer like, as get you're above going through the that bird zone. zone yeah most yeah. disruptive types of strikes can happen when one or more birds go into a plane's engine most famous one of those was u.s airways lost both jet power both engines and the captain sully sullenberg uh, brought the plane down in the Hudson River back in 2009. That's a good movie, by the way. I mean, I really enjoyed that. Eh. I could. I. Why don't you like it? It's too somber I don't like for it. you. Okay. Okay, Cody. Tell your story. Yeah. No, I think we're not going to talk about birds sitting planes anymore. They got people full time that do their entire job is to manage the wildlife on and around airports. That's right. They have. They have trained hawks. That's they, one they, way they do it. Yeah. They do. They bring them out, and those hawks go. They fly also out have sharpshooters. That's right, and pyrotechnics, a blast that go off to scare them out of the how area. Come what, how come I never knew about jobs like that? How come I? <laughs> nobody ever told me about that. All I could do was well, wash you probably have to pass at the, at the airport days security. In. Yeah, you have to be able to make it through airport security probably or something. You're yeah, usually that, carrying that like oh, they come in the, pocket knives and all they that. Come, you come security. in the side gate. You don't do that. You don't go through security to work out there in those jobs. You oh come in the gosh. side gate. You got your own little <laughs> entry. Like, hey, you, uh, you're uh, bird management. Yes, sir. I'm bird. You get one of those sweet mini trucks too. I bet. Oh, those half oh, track, dude. half half size. Yeah. Where that yeah, red, like, a, like a half a van in the front. Yeah, where there's a real small cab. They're too small for me. I couldn't do the job. But just yeah, saying. you couldn't. You, maybe <laughs> in the past, beef. Uh, yeah, you can fit in there now. You've gone from a pot roast to a T-bone. <laughs> <laughs> a pot roast. Uh, I thought you're, you'd say you're but a wee sirloin now. <laughs> yeah, coming down there, mate. Oh, the rump uh, roast. Okay, we won't go any farther <laughs> oh, with the gosh. cuts of meat. No way. I threw up a little bit in my... <laughs> this whole topic just got weird. Um, so I posted a few weeks ago about a, a going through some old tackle and stuff. Basically, what TJ did is he went through his garage and offloaded boxes and piles of stuff. To needy and kids. It ended up in my garage. Yes. Okay. He's like, oh, it's your man. stuff. No, not all of it. I had, I had stuff. I had like bundles of arrows with the fletching that are so dry rotted. They just, you can touch them and they gave fall, the fletching fall off. Of course he did, because he couldn't yeah. find me to give all that stuff. Hey, beef, yeah. come out here. I got all this cool outdoor stuff for there's, you. There's many people listening to this podcast that are saying, fletching, hey. He does that to me too. In a, a tackle box that has fletchings in it to fix them, he's like, "Yeah, you'll have the patience to fix all these arrows that don't fit any modern day bows because they're all aluminum or, you know, whatever." The, the but, value was in the in the fletching tools and all the fletching gear and 
because you haven't you do seen. that kind of stuff. Yeah, I would. Um, so anyway, amongst all of this, I find my old tackle box that is missing most of the good lures in it. By the way, um, I just saying hello. Yeah. How do you think I became such a? How did you feel? Your tackle box angler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so, follow him around. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. But in the bottom of the tackle box, I find this little orange piece of string with these. Uh, one's got a little bead on one end that makes a loop and has a little bead on it the other end is has a loop and has a a split ring on it on the end of it and it reminded me that in fact when i was young when we were just starting out fishing i was using baitcaster reels rods and reels and would sometimes let the entire rod and reel go on occasion when I would go to cast and it would go overboard. And uh, I, I, I told the story about how a friend of ours, John a came out a year later. Melissa. Yeah. A year later. More than a year. Wasn't it? Or was it right at a year? I think it was like right at a year. They came out and they got their diving gear and they dove down and found one of the rods and reels. I have the the rod. rod and reel. I have it that I had thrown overboard and retrieved it from the bottom of the Lake Travis. And, uh, yeah, you need to give it to me. (laughs) I do. I I have it. (laughs) It's that story. So that string he invented after that Hmm. time period and would not let me fish unless I was wearing this orange string around my wrist that was then clipped onto the rod and reel. And I can tell you how many times, I can't tell you how many times that darn orange piece of string would get tangled up in the reel as I'm like trying to reel in a fish, probably lost a lake record or two due to that orange piece of string that had to be around my wrist so that if I did let go of the rod, it wouldn't go into the lake. It would just, you know, uh, cut off circulation on my wrist and I would lose my hand. Um, particularly when I was, you know, catching giant bass and, uh, it was the Ronco leash. TJ rod. says it the other way. This is how he, boat. this is how he trained you to be so a, embarrassing. a wicked so embarrassing. little ones fishing without throwing the rod in the lake with the Ronco leash. No, rod. no, no. He says and another pending, way. Do nope. not try and copy this idea. <laughs> Uh, he, hey, he says I'll why you, you made something. it a w- how you, he made you a wicked caster is by doing it's, that. It's like mix, you, you know, wax on, wax yeah, off. Yeah, look how he casts now. The guy can, and it's because of that string. Things under docks and fishes professionally. That that time on the boat has either been incredibly important or is incredibly <laughs> or worked all the bad habits out. Yes, okay. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Nicole. If, I have uh, thrown my rod overboard since then. Like a golfer throwing his club in the lake. Just like, okay, that's it. Yeah. Maybe it's for a different reason these days. Hey, uh, in researching a new mattress, um, I spent hours online reading reviews and then, uh, Mrs. Graney and I walked into factory mattress knowing exactly what we wanted or so we thought. After using the right fit sleep mapping technology they have there, 
We got a mattress specifically designed for our needs and saved money. Turns out mattress shopping's gotten way more personal than I thought. Shop smarter, not harder with science-backed sleep solutions at Factory Mattress. Don't miss the sales going on right now with super discounts on Tempur-Pedic floor models. Factory Mattress makes it easy to save money and your back with free delivery, setup, and removal. Plus, save on all the adjustable base on select premium mattress sets right now. Get the right bed during the super sales going on right now at the Factory Mattress where we have sleep down to a science. And man, there's nothing more important than having the right mattress after a long day. Grinding away on the farm, trying to get the back deck material the way Cody wants it. FactoryMattressTexas.com, FactoryMattressTexas.com. When you're building something, why not just build it right the first time? That's I all know. I'm saying. I know. Hey, Game Warden Field Notes coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at TheOutdoorZone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone. This is a notice to the antis and terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week long at theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, our friends over at Keystone Bank, they get what local means. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're talking Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. Banking at your fingertips, anywhere, anytime, of course. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person. There's, hey, what is the new location? for? They've got their brand new location open up. We're going to have to get that address so we can give everybody the uh, new, I think it's the new headquarters, right? Yes, Charles, Bee Caves. Okay, you can uh, visit one of their locations. You can find them all at keystone.bank keystone.bank keystone bank where local matters uh now it's time for our game warden field notes these are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement defenders of the outdoors these are true Game Warden Field Notes.
This is out of Texas. Smith County game warden received a call from a landowner about materials dumped along a bridge and creek on his property. While the materials included mostly sheetrock, housing, trim, and lumber, the warden did find a box with a barcode that allowed him to trace the materials to a local store. Ultimately, the owner of the credit card used for the purchase. The warden interviewed the cardholder who had just completed a home remodel for his family. He told the warden someone familiar with his family had offered to haul off the unused material for a small fee. The suspect kept the money and dumped the trash onto the private property. Along with Smith County Sheriff's Office environmental deputies, the warden served a warrant for felony commercial dumping over 200 pounds. When arrested, the suspect had more building materials and trash in the truck. Mm. Ooh, that's that's a really good one because I bite that on the the old small little road around our community, and uh, I know that there are cameras up and stuff like that to catch people doing stuff like that, and that that is. A big one. Do you remember but one of felony our felony for two hundred pounds or more? That's a lot. Felony. Well, it's well. gotten so ridiculous. I mean, people even in Austin, there was. Remember, we had that uh, one of our KOZ leaders. That's what he did full time for the city of Austin was to go around and had a great big winch with a big claw, you know, bucket holder on the back. And it'd pick up items that people are just throwing everywhere, all over the side of the road. On the Carnes County game warden received a call from someone asking if does dove season was open because their neighbor were shooting excessively. Whoops. When the warden arrived at the location, he could hear shooting. Making his way to the back of the property, he property he witnessed several subjects hunting dove and found that they were over their bag limit of morning dove as Carnes County is the special white-wing dove zone. Additionally, two of the hunters did not have valid hunting license, nor had they taken their hunter safety education class. The warden issued citation and seized and donated 29 dove. <laughs> I'll tell you what. So I went and set out earlier this week. I got home. The My wife and daughter, uh, I, I had like an, 30 minutes before the sun went down and I thought I'm going to go sit. I'm, I've been trying to look for this one deer that's only on camera at nighttime, of course. And the wife and daughter weren't here. So I went and grabbed my rifle. I've been hunting with my bow, but I grabbed my rifle and went and sat by the back pond and was just sitting there on the edge of the pond just kind of hanging out, seeing if I could see anything where this big deer may be coming in or out or anything. And I'm sitting there and I mean, it was, I literally could have shot a hundred dove. I've never seen that many dove around me, around my place ever. And I had that same thing at my place. Yeah. It was like, two days ago or three days ago and it was what is the deal well i guess a migration must have come through because it was yeah that rain and the uh cold weather that pushed him up from that houston from south it no pushed him back from up north going south they're going south for the winter i think they relocated 
I don't know, but it was insane the amount of dove I had fly through over on top of me. I mean, and they were all within shooting distance. I'm like, dang it. I brought the wrong gun. Of course, I'm always conflicted during the winter dove season. So we have a we have a winter time dove I call it winter dove season, I guess, uh, that comes through Texas and I'm always conflicted whether I don't ever want to hunt them because it's also up. deer season. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to be shooting up your place during deer season, I don't think. Of course it probably doesn't affect deer either. You know, you it's like going to the skeet range y'all have been to the skeet range or trap range or shooting something like that and you you got to wait for the deer to pass by before you can finish shooting <laughs> or you're at the rifle range and a deer moseys I through the, it's all, the rifle it's all range. what they get used to it's all i yeah, think there's the a lot of yeah. myths out there we're going to talk about it uh we're going to talk about it here in a little bit we're going to talk about some of the myths that are out there about deer and uh, and that kind of stuff. But, but I'm with you code. I've seen more dove on the farm here in Texas than recently than I have. And not during dove season. No, they weren't around during dove season. No, I saw a wave of them come through like two days before dove season. And then you barely, and, and it was like a lot, like, on my power lines, I mean, surrounding the place, and then dove season opens up, and it's, <laughs> yeah, yep. they gone. Cricket. So, Cricket. Yeah, I don't know. It's the weirdest thing, man. It's just like, if you hit it just right, if you hit it just right in Texas, you can have a great hunt, but we don't have those ones where it's just like constantly a good hunt for weeks on end or a week on end well or... you can go there it, that, i think they're just their patterns change and some of the places that we used to hunt are are barren now and but if you go down like i went down and and have some buddies who went down around uvalde just outside san antonio and that area and there was tons of birds yeah. as many as you would want to shoot at legally and <laughs> legally <laughs> That reminds me of well, it's yet- it's tough when you come back from when you've been down to Mexico and hunted down there, and then you come back and you can shoot fifteen and not one hundred and fifty. It's a different it's a different deal. It's hard to come back to Texas and hunt in Texas. Hey, but you're right. On the flip side, we are going to talk about uh, some of the myths and ideas. We've got some of your favorite segments: the Peter Report, your Armed Citizens Report. Plus, I want to talk about some changes I made here at the farm to some of my hunting, uh, assisting equipment, equipment mm. that I just made that it's like, why didn't I do this sooner? Put get out it only orders. one place. <laughs> you get it only one place. It's the outdoor zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24, seven, 365 at the outdoor Sitting down by the street that leads him to the 
copious play Give him a sack gun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or 24-7, 365 as a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Just track all this. Find it all at theoutdoorzone.com, plus contact information, contact uh, all our social medias. At theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney. Riding shotgun with me is Cody Ryan. Oh, yeah. And the beef is in the house. Oh, I, what do I do now? He stole my line. Uh, Jack is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, and the old pot belly stove gets fired up. And uh, you are the regulators, our friends and family who are tuned into the show. This segment of the show brought to you by our friends at McBride's Guns, family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer right here in Austin, Texas. You, uh, Whether you're looking for the new rifle, a shotgun, a personal carry, a special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. Maybe you've got a, uh, maybe you've got a, a family member who's passed on and you're trying to deal with the estate and you have a bunch of firearms go talk to our friends over at mcbride's guns they can walk you through that looking for a personal carry or referral class one place mcbride's guns you find them in the same place they've been for years the corner of 30th and lamar you can call 512-472-3532 or just go online mcbridesguns.com mcbridesguns.com mcbride's guns they're our hometown gun shop so well, the last the last uh couple months here here at my house at my farm here the lazy g we uh i i've had a i've had a like two or three big deer that have come through that i have on camera that have all been at dark here's the problem and i don't know why i did not resolve this sooner but the problem is I can't tell I've had to do like backwards math to try and figure out exactly time because I didn't set my trail cameras. <laughs> I've done that the time or date. So it's <laughs> like my trail cameras say like April 7th at 1735 o'clock. Right. Uh, but yeah. They're not set. It's not like 
I had it's, to do they're a not spread- even close. I had to do a spreadsheet to work that yeah, out. Well, like, and I saw a picture of myself on it, and I'm like, exactly. oh, I know when that was. So then right. I worked out the details. So I've been doing like backwards math for like two months backwards math to try and figure out when these when these big deer have been coming through so i can try and figure out where they're going or where they're coming from while you know during legal shooting hours instead of just changing the clock taking a couple minutes to change the clock and do it all correctly i finally did it yesterday i'm so proud of myself i finally changed golly (laughs) the cameras got the date correct one of them was only 13 years off on the date uh, the other one, the other one had the right date actually, but was, uh, like four hours off. I was thinking it was two and a half hours the whole time. And so anyway, I finally got all that straightened out. I'm super excited to actually know what date and time deer moving. I got a couple areas that I, uh, hand spread some corn that I can see from my porch so I can see if, uh, maybe it'll stop something in time to, to realize they may be in a different area because where I've got a bow stand set up, it's not, you can't see it anywhere and unless you go over there and get in the stand, you know? So, so Cody, why don't uh, you just join, anyway. why don't you just join the family, uh, you know, uh, cell phone, uh, camera trail cam, you know, you know that, that whole I, family plan that I, they're on. Well, one, I haven't been invited to join the family plan, but I also, there's a, there's a, uh, I don't know. There's like, I've got a mixed, a mixed, uh, idea on cameras. Like I like them to be able to see what has gone through there or at least Mm -hmm. be able to see, you know, it keeps you motivated. If you see a good deer on the, on the game cam, it keeps you motivated, but I also don't want to be tempted to be looking at 2 a.m. and see if that deer's out there you know i just i don't like the i don't want the instant notification i want to be able to be surprised when i do check them so yeah, i don't know kind of well, weird i'm looking it. at mine right now as the <laughs> photos are you know it, sent to my phone it is kind of funny it leads into what we were what we're going to be talking about here but uh when i don't have us uh you know a camera up or one's broken or the bat something is about it I, I don't really miss much of it. I mean, I don't use it as a tool that is something that has to be there and it makes a difference in what I'm hunting. I can live with it or live without it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Now, it's nice to see the pressure test like, oh, is I change? Is my feeder working? Are things coming in? Or are they not work? You know, all that. Just kind of see the flow. And make sure that there's still a flow going, because if not, something's wrong, and you got to. So kind of I have that out. some information that was interesting: an estimate of the her- heritability of antler traits, which is similar to expressing the likelihood that a large antlered buck will produce fawns that grow up to have large antlers. Also, in other words, it's a weak relationship. Culling of bucks based on antler size isn't likely to improve antler size of future bucks. And that's from the Caesar Clayburg Wildlife Research at Texas A&M, Kerrville. I agree. uh, Kingsville. But you have to take in this context. They're talking about, you know, where people go, oh, that isn't quite up to standard, so I'm going to get rid of them. 
I still think culling where they have one weirdo or a banana on one side, that still works. I believe. Polling, but this this is in complete contrast to what the state itself is doing and has mandated for years in certain areas, particularly around me, where I have antler restrictions. Yeah, the so if they're saying, if yeah. Texas A&M, Kingsville is saying that it doesn't necessarily do anything matter, whether matter, then why do we have antler restrictions? Well, now, I've trying, agreed. that's an age thing. That's not an ant trying to grow big antlers. What that was, what that study said was that you can call out all the crummy deer and it's not going to, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have big antlers. Well, I do agree with that. In some instance, I, I, I mean, agree. you look yeah. at the high fence ranch that my father-in-law had several years ago and what ended up being the biggest buck on the ranch by the time he sold it started out the first year as a spike. I just sent you guys a picture of a spike that's wandering around. I, my I place. saw that. Get, shoot and, him. And, and, shoot and him. I can shoot a spike. Yes, we're in a, I know. We're in a we, spiky season. Yeah, you are. And you've reached um, the desperation stage. Where that it's, little guy. That little guy. Yeah. Oh, man. You've, he's so Of cute. course, you shot an elk this year, so you're not you're not deprived of, uh, you know. No, he doesn't meat. have any antler discomfort. So, no. Mm, but. Not at all. But I the, could 100%, and, and plenty of meat. 100% see TJ shooting a spike. You know what's interesting about all these things Fender. that y'all put out about age and and improve hunting and uh, th there was I'm now part of a, a South Texas low fence hunting group and people will put out things like all right so how much does wind really affect I'm not seeing anything today how much does wind really affect and you wouldn't believe what you get. Oh, that's number one. That's absolutely, you know, they can't hear. So they, other ones, I've shot my biggest deer when it was like 15 miles an hour winds. It doesn't matter. They're, and then other people, oh, bucks love it because they can draw into the wind. And they, so it's this huge, wide variety of comments. I don't think you back. see as much activity when it's windy. Well, I think what they ended up coming to and someone that, does what this guy does at the Texas whatever um, uh, A&M Kingsville you know wildlife research thing said over 15 miles an hour there is an absolutely big difference that yeah. is what keeps them in but below that it's off and on it depends on whether they've been out or not or there's so many different factors um, I thought it was interesting, the peak breeding age for a doe, the peak fertility age for a doe is five and a half to six and a half years old, according to this See, study. I shot last week when we when I was on my huntcation, we got a, the biggest doe I've ever gotten, and we estimated about six and a half years, right? Yeah. And, and that no was teeth the peak hardly, year. But there were like no teeth. There was like no teeth left at all. So you're Doesn't going- matter. Yeah, but how do you, you just ruin the peak hunt, the peak breeding doe you have on the place? I don't know about that, man. And it's all hey. hey, the other thing is nobody factors in 
what the what they tell us the biologists is how much pressure you've got how many other deer you've got or are there too many fawns and they told us that there was what the ratio was way off we've got like four doe to you know one buck and uh they were they were talking about oh you need to take more more doe off and i said you know maybe the problem was everybody was shooting all these bucks and changed the ratio right of course yeah that's where it came down to you removed all these bucks and so now you have all these doe anyways we got to go to a break man you know i love talking this stuff tell me tell me about uh where you take your wife's car the place we trust (laughs) the only place she trusts the only place i trust is sun automotive you know everybody at some point even cody ryan needs to have their vehicle repaired it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust we use our friends over at sun auto service you know sun auto service is a family-owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company since 1978 so when it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs brake repairs mine were squeaking the other day and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Mine happens to be over at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. And there's also 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. They have more locations that we don't have time to go through them all. But if you want to go... Want to go check out all the locations? You can just go to sunautoservice.com. Now, I follow them on Facebook every week for great maintenance tips and specials. Go sign up and go talk to them over at Sun Auto Service. Just go to sunautoservice.com. We got Fort Armed Citizens Report all up next. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24 7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone. I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning right here. You can catch us live or you can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com where we have all of your recorded podcast links that you can follow us throughout, whether you catch us live or not. You can find us on the Spotify's. You can find us on the the sound clouds you can find us on the uh i don't know on i don't the, know what all the are what are all the pandoras <laughs> Pan- everything Pan- pandora yeah yeah you can find us just search the outdoor zone hey i trust altrua health share and finding affordable top quality health care options can be tricky for sportsmen entrepreneurs those who are self-employed or maybe you're just looking for a new option Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to insurance and those skyrocketing costs. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow account. 
and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. Look, I've got my family covered by Altrua HealthShare, and I literally would not do it any other way. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. You can uh, see that I am truly a part of Altrua HealthShare by going to myshare.org slash Cody. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. Uh, now it's time for this week's Armed Citizen. Uh, no. Yep. Are we, it, We're doing PETA this I'm time. Sorry. My favorite I'm sorry. one. PETA report. Yeah, that's right. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA report because we love animals too. They taste great. <laughs> you know, I... I find this interesting because I don't I don't know why why this is the way it is. Right, because of the five here that you're gonna talk about. You wouldn't think yeah, that so two of them are. Do you know in there. what the top five targeted states are for animal rights activists? Well, you're gonna Look, tell you've got us. the list in front of you, so yeah, it's not fair that no. I ask you that. The answer surprises me for sure. It's California. Obviously, uh-huh. I mean that's not right. a big deal, right? Right. right. Uh, but these are targeted states for animal rights activists. Maybe it's just because there are. I think a bunch they're trying to gain followers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New York, obviously, another you know place that doesn't really surprise me. Although, yeah. you know, people will tell you that New York is very different from New York City, the Correct. state itself. It's a small portion. Like Chicago is from Illinois. Chicago Illinois. is. Illinois. Illinois. Chicago is. Illinois. Its own state. Is one of them. And, and Wrangell, they should put a big, like, fence around it. Anyways, uh, go ahead. Washington State doesn't, doesn't surprise me. Nope. And Texas is yeah. the top. Those are the top five states. I think they just. Texas. Going after the big dog, right? They're like, okay, how can we poke the bear? And aggravate yeah. as many people as we possibly can. Those are the most targeted states by animal rights activists. The U.S. is the second most targeted country behind the United Kingdom. The U.K., is that like a real thing? Is that yes. like a real place? United Kingdom, it's a collective of a bunch of different... I know, I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kind of being that... sarcastic because you get like... Uh, all the spam and all that stuff always comes from the United Kingdom, right? <laughs> No, no, it comes from India or someplace. Oh. Nearly one third of animal rights extremist attacks documented in 2022 targeted farmers and food workers, putting them and animals in danger. Documented direct action to animal agriculture included 95 vandalisms, 70 stolen animals, 60 criminal trespass, 10 arson cases. And nine, harassment and intimidation. Says extremists are getting even bolder in their effort against animal agriculture and direct actions at the farm, processing facilities, and retail stores continue to rise. You know how yeah, drug, drug dealers, cases. you know how drug dealers get their, uh, get the more innocent ones to do all their, you know, their bidding, right? All the dangerous and cruel things they don't, they don't want to do themselves. That's what they're doing here. Or terrorists. 
Same way where they get a grunt, a bunch of people all fired up about something they won't literally do themselves. Well, when you question, when you question like the, the, the young people on college campuses, when you actually ask them pointed questions, like, where did you get your information? What, what are you basing this on? It's like, I, I, I saw it online. I, I heard it from somebody and rarely, rarely do they have any factual basis to their, uh, rants. But they have, you're right, in this situation, they have people out doing horrendous stuff, breaking in, entering, torching farms, yeah, destroying tractors. and Going back to what we were talking about last segment, Beefsteak and I, during the break, were talking, and I told him to hold that thought because he was, he said, the most interesting part of so we're going back to kind of some interesting deer facts that came out about uh, from the texas a&m kingsville research institute um one of the things you said beefsteak that they uh, deer tend to sleep during the day between 12 p.m and 4 p.m yeah and that surprised you yes. and i said my re- my response was uh I just wish what the key is, is to just find out where those sleeping grounds are, where they're sleeping, where they're bedding down. And you were like, yeah, because then you could push them up and get them going, you know. No, dude. If you could sneak into their bedding grounds, it's just like you just get to pick one out. It's like. (laughs) It's like shopping. It's It's like going to the shop to, to the mall. That's yeah, like mall. a fish in a barrel, man. If well, they're they, all bedding they, down and, that you're, is and you're like elevated. That is so no. ridiculous. That's kind of like when uh, during Hunter's Ed about shooting a bird off while it's sitting or it's not. Is it legal? Yeah. Is it you're ethical? Not shoot no. it you while think it's laying down sleeping? That's what I Kobe would, Ryan is saying. Yeah. If he picked out the right one, it's like shopping. Do, 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 do. Oh, Dude, there's a nice one. if you were elk one, hunting one. and you were able to move up on a giant bull elk that was bedded down under a tree, you wouldn't think twice about it. If you were mule deer hunting and you were climbing the mountains and you were able to sneak up on a mule deer that's bedded down under a tree, you would shoot it before it ever stood up. No problem. What's wow. the difference? No, 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 no. I, What's if, the difference? If I can't, my rule is if I can't teach a kid or tell a kid this is the way it should be, then I'm not going to do it myself. You're here, sitting in here. a box. Look up here. Throwing Look corn here. out, waiting for him to come eat it to shoot him. What's the difference of it's called like, fair, sneaking up on him? It's called fair chase. It's what the Boone and Crockett thing is all about. That is about. fair chase. Why, they, why they're taking a little snoozer. <laughs> you, okay, you try and sneak up on a deer. Well, that's bedded down. I can't it sneak will, up on my wife. Can't. Okay. So I'm You're not a, a sneaky kind of guy. Mass sneaking around too. I'm not a sneak yeah, up yeah, kind of guy. That's what I'm saying. They feel the shake of the earth as he. He's just, he's just because it's that like, he's just upset that, you know, his little tiptoes is not quite as sneaky as some others may be. Oh, I might so little, success rate may not be. As he's high. a little light got, in the hunting we've got boots. A buddy. Okay, we've got a buddy who bow hunts traditional archery and wears his socks 
Shane wears oh, his yeah. socks while he's sneaking through the woods and he's there's a ton of guys that do that you get you know other guys i know you know other guys that'll take off their boots on a on a final on the final 100 approach yards. yeah i wouldn't you dare, know other guys. i wouldn't dare do that with thinking around on sneaking around there's a long long held indian tradition where you just you got to get up close and, and you look back too on uh on all the old bow hunters, the the those guys wore red and black checkered uh now oh, here we go. Smoking yeah, a cigar, like walking around seventy five feet up in a tree, sitting on a two by four. No, they were walking around. And yeah, they're probably cigarettes. smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. All malls, unfiltered. Was, waiting for that one. Well <laughs> there is a story about about grandpa. Remember when we went on our big elk hunt? Yeah. Come back. Sat and down Grandpa and... had been sitting on the stump right in the back behind the cabin, ripping cigarettes. The old stump had 40 cigarettes around it, and he had his flip phone full of pictures of okay. uh, elk. Elk yeah. walking by. And he said, I just didn't feel like shooting them. And we're yeah. like all over the mountain. Yeah, we hiked 17 miles, 13,000 feet in elevation. Tell me about Maxwell and how we got up there and how we got back from the Well, mountains. we drove that ram up there by golly. And now the biggest savings of the D of the year right now, best pricing happening right now, taking thousands off MSRP on every brand new Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram on the lot. Everything that includes Jeep Dodge Chrysler and Ram having huge discounts. You don't have to wait. The savings last all month long. How about that 23 Jeep Gladiator Rubicon with over 12,000 total savings? Or the 24 Ram Crew Cab 4x4 with over 15,000 in total savings and no payments until next year. Drive home for less. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter where we sell more than anyone else. And if you bring in a competitor's price in Central Texas, just bring the deal over to Nile Maxwell and we'll beat it. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit us online at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. All right. We've got Charm Citizens Report coming up. It's the app and we are live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone. <laughs> this is the bunkhouse. We're Oh, always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store, fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page uh, at theoutdoorzone.com. The hey, our buddies over at Keystone Bank are sponsoring this segment. And if you want to experience the value of community banking where local matters, 
join the bank of choice for Austin area community members, families, and entrepreneurs. It's Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin by locals just like you. That's why they're so invested in the community and its success. Banking with Keystone, you know who your banker is. You can get a rela- you can have a relationship with the person that's loaning you the money for your car, for your house, that's helping you with your savings. Uh, banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime I can travel anywhere and I get, can get my banking done. You can visit them, get your account started at any of their locations. They got the brand new one at 13715 East Ladera Boulevard out in B caves. There's 500 Pressler street in downtown Austin or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all the information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. This is out of Arlington, Texas on September 28th. A car dealership erupted into chaos when a former employee allegedly began firing a rifle in the new car area, making his way to the service area. One current employee told reporters, I heard one of my friends say, hey, he has a gun. I look up and look him right in the face, and he has this blank, very calm face. Another current employee drew his own firearm and returned fire, stopping the attack and causing the assailant to retreat to a to the parking lot. Police arrived shortly thereafter, and since the suspect reportedly continued to act aggressively, shot and wounded him, the suspect faced at least two counts of aggravated assault against a public servant and one count of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Texas is a constitutional carry state. Yeah. Golly. (laughs) I think we talked about I was talking with somebody the other day about about Texas was actually not always a constitutional carry state. You know, until just recently, really. That is true. Last year, yeah. Yeah, it seems like we were kind of slow on the go. I mean, we had open carry and and concealed carry, but constantly. Well, you had absence for concealed carry, and you could not open carry. And then it became where you could open carry and then constitutional carry now. And it's just, it's interesting how you would think the, you know, and it was supposed to be the wild, wild west. When we went to open carry, Remember, none of that. We're you all know, supposed the, to have six. The wild, the wild shooters. world west happened on the opening day of, <laughs> of when that law became real. And oh, beef we're going to hear the story again. Beef led the, led the, the revolt with and the revival. Open carry yes. and, hey, yeah, it was time. supposed to be a wild, a wild time. Well, I still don't see anybody open carrying. I do. It's, you were in far between, but you know we talked about this. I think it was last week that that NRA. No, I don't see anybody. That uh, NRA spokesman yeah, said, "You know what's gonna what's gonna help most with the Armed Citizen Report and all this is is just the fact of constitutional carry. 
That's like the gleaming, shining light in the distance and giving hope to that to the whole community that constitutional carry will keep going. It's already in like 23 states. And as it goes, that's what's going to change this whole where people are scared of. The- you shouldn't have to change anything because constitutional carry is right there in the name itself, in the wording itself. Okay, it just revealed itself then, Mr. Cody. Now, huh? I was, so a guy was telling me that they got stuck up in the escarpment and uh, slaughter, uh, which so is Circle C, a nice This is a road. Not this everybody road. knows this is a giant intersection and a giant uh, in a nice area store. of a nice community. Yeah. Austin. Yeah, Circle C down south, you know. Suburb. Yeah, and was held up <laughs> at gunpoint in the parking lot of HEB, which is a grocery store. Can you believe, I mean, how brazen is that? And do you know, I just. It surprised me at all. What? You got this calm look on your face. That just doesn't happen over there. And well, so, apparently it does. Me, it does happen over there. It's it's <laughs> a major metropolitan. More. You got two million. It's a liberal city. Two million people who oh, have here we go. Uh, wandered into your house, and we don't have a clue who they are. I guarantee you this stuff is going to go south fast. It already is in a lot of places. It has been for years, but add two million strangers. You have no idea what's going Illegally on. Illegally crossing the border. Not legal. Illegal crossing. So they're already breaking the law just to be here, right? Well, I will say, though, that COVID, I talked to a guy last night at our HOA party, and he is not the kind of person. Oh, that what a that's what where a you get, That's where you go to get the, the information. HOA party. Right that's here. where all the experts are hanging out. <laughs> Man, it's wow. either that or the neighborhood app. You go on the neighborhood next app, door. Can, yeah. Next door, yeah. That's that's where the experts spend their time. You have to be careful when you're in that environment to kind of lead. How do you lead into talking about guns and ammo and hunting and all that? You just you know? wear one. That's right. That's Walk a, up wearing one. Wear a big skin or three. Yeah, yeah. One across your shoulder. And uh, this person that I would have never, ever thought based on what they do and how he's like, yeah, I just had my gun safe delivered and put upstairs in the second story. And first of all, I'm like, second story, who puts their gun safe upstairs? Right? Yeah. And who says yeah. it out loud? So the whole neighborhood could know about it at the neighborhood Me? Block party. I don't have and problems at sure my house upstairs. I don't have problems at I my house p- because all my neighbors say the same thing. They're like, oh. Have you seen how many guns he has? Don't go mess with his house. So I think it's good. Well, yours to make- is the first red law. <laughs> the red law gets passed. You're the first house that's getting raided because your yeah. neighbor with the cats is fearful. He of scares your- me. He scares yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, I've had so, too many please, of those incidents. Please, yes, you're right. You better hide some guns. That's all I'm saying. Bury them. Bring them over. Bring him yeah. out to the farm. <laughs> I'll hide him for you. Hey, I watched I watched the uh documentary again. Um, so I'm friends with the uh the guy that was the head lead Texas Ranger during the Branch Davidian debacle 
and uh, and there's a Netflix. I think it's Netflix. Maybe it's Prime, but I think it's Netflix has a documentary on the a three part documentary on that what happened there. And uh, man, it was a mess. And yeah, and yeah. man, the feds mm-hmm. just totally flubbed that deal. And well, that's because they were playing it by politics rather than by common sense. It's all about what right. they were told over and over and over again. This is not going to go good. This don't do it. Don't do it. And then it was interesting to me. I did not know this till I watched the documentary, but so the feds were planning this raid, right? And, uh, there was a reporter who had been told about it and they wanted him there to film it and do photos and do a story on it. And he got lost trying to find his way to where the feds were staging and he stopped and told a post, asked a postman, Hey, where, where's this branch Davidian place? And the, the postman said, Oh, it's right down there. And he goes, why what's going on? He goes, Oh, the feds are about to raid it. And we, I got to be there to do a story. Mm-hmm. Well, that postman was a branch Davidian. He turned around, drove straight to the compound <laughs> and they were ready for him when they showed up. And that's, and it was just a complete and and David Koresh, you could have arrested him at the grocery store or the music store, right? And everything would have been completely different. But anyway, it's an interesting documentary. And now, uh, I was trying to is. see my neighbor. I was trying to see my neighbor in the videos, but I didn't see him. And I was going to say that it too is, I mean, a documentary. So I'm sure it's there's a lot of fact in it, but there may be a lot of not fact in it one thing well, you can do is sleep that well, it might though. lean a certain way you mean with all those well, guns yeah, you just don't know which with way that new gun go. safe sitting next Say to after, you can sleep after good, working right? on the farm all day and just being totally wore out there's one thing that i just cherish and that's sleeping on my new mattress from factory mattress i spent hours online reading reviews when i walked into factory mattress i knew exactly what i wanted or so I thought, Mrs. Graney and I thought, after using the right fit sleep mapping technology that they have there in the store, we got the mattress specifically designed for our needs and saved money. Turns out mattress shopping's gotten way more personalized than I thought. Shop smarter, not harder with science-backed sleep solutions at Factory Mattress. Don't miss the sales going on right now with on the Tempur-Pedic floor models, factory mattress makes it easy to save money and your back with free delivery, setup, and removal of that old mattress. Save $700 in free and get a free adjustable base on select premium mattress sets. Get the right bed right now during the sale going on now at Factory Mattress, where we have sleep down to a science. FactoryMattressTexas.com. FactoryMattressTexas.com dot com we'll wrap up this week's show on the flip side you get it only one place it's the outdoor zone we are live at the bunkhouse you can catch us 24 7 365 at the outdoor zone.com This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to T.J., Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. 
It's the Outdoor Zone 24-7, 365 at your favorite podcast platforms. It's a live recorded podcast available for you all week long. we got hundreds of shows dating back millions of years uh, <laughs> available there on the website, theoutdoorzone.com. Oh, man. <clears throat> hey, Links uh, to them are there on the website, but the... Uh, all of your podcast outlets are where they you will find them, whether it be Spotify, yep. Pandora, Stitcher, Apple. I mean, Twitch. Stitcher's not around, I don't think anymore. They merged, right? And same as like like Tunes, you know the. Yeah, and that was like our number one listen to platform. Stitcher, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, well, welcome anyway. to the 21st century. <laughs> hey, so uh, as the end of the year. Uh, as we're dealing with end of year thoughts and um, processing end of year giving matters. And I want to encourage everybody. If you are an outdoorsman or woman, if you are a single mom, or if you've got uh, an interest in training up the next generation and the outdoors, I want to encourage you to go to kids outdoor zone and, and give, give for um so we can train more mentors around the world to use outdoors as a tool to get the fatherless boys and fathers and sons into the into the outdoors training them up in in uh hunting fishing hiking outdoor adventure and it all done it's all done through the local church so um give if you've interest if you're interested in the next generation of the outdoors being trained up and you know we're not going to have a voice if we don't pay attention and the uh, koz kids outdoor zone is one place where men are stepping up around the world uh, around the country and raising up the next generation of young men and And i can testify there you go there's my pitch i can testify to that tj because uh, you can give all year long, we yeah. take cash and uh, cars, trucks, land, stock. Hmm. Well, that's support the no kid left inside. It's a great opportunity to support. I mean, KOZ is. I saw it. I can testify to that because this week or in the last two weeks, I have seen um, a couple of kids that their life was changed. Not only you know for following what their spiritual life is, but also in their, in, in their, their life as a man getting older and uh, growing up. And there's one yesterday that's a wildlife biologist. And he said, it's because he was in KOZ that he did yeah, that. I he's got, doing that today. We got one that sent me pictures from Alaska. He's a now a coast guard yeah. a soldier in the coast guard and just thought, man, boys, mentored and raised up in the way they should go and yesterday what i what i saw out there at the horse farm is that you can try to reprogram these kids through school and the teachers and all that but you send them out to the outdoors for four hours a half a day and they they go back to what their roots are there's not a boy that won't pick up that stick and start running around with it or get i mean they just they they just come alive when they get out there and they feel that DNA kick in, like this is the way it's supposed to be 
There's lies. What are they trying to deprogram me or reprogram me? Well, and the, it the sticks system, with them. The through. system that's been in place for all these years has failed our young men, grossly failed our young men. The ones that don't have a male role model, which can be half up to 80, 90% of the boys in a community, they're, they've, they have no one. The society with the, the electronics they hold in their hands for 70 hours a week, that's what's programming them. And if you want to trust, trust, well, look what's going on around our country. You can see what the programming, the direction that programming has gone. I mean, you, you cannot entrust the next generation of our soldiers. I was thinking, I was thinking yesterday, I was thinking, how can you, how are we going to have a, an army? How are we going to have an army if a loud noise and a kid and a boy wants to run off to a safe place and, and it's not an army is about killing and exploding and blowing up and destroying and doing hard things. And man, if the next generation's not able to do that, the next young men, we are going to be a hurt. We're going to well, be hurting. I got the answer for, to, to that. protect. I got the answer to that it's funny, but once you expose them to it and you will go out on a limb and be someone that will mentor them in that way, it doesn't take that much. It changes them. It changes their, I'll it opens tell you, their eyes. Just, I, I have a daughter and she's five years old and I can tell you a kid in general gets so much from being outside that I, I can, my daughter, I can, you know, she can be inside and having, uh, you know, just not listening or whatever. And I can take her. I did it yesterday. I take her outside and we go, you know, we went and put deer corn out and we drove on the golf court over to check the pond. And I mean, it's, it's instant. As soon as they get, yep. she gets her mud boots on and goes outside that she instantly listens, follows directions and is a completely transformed child instantly from going outside. There you go. So that's, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious as anything you'll ever see or do is taking a kid outside and watching them and how they react and how they, they, uh, just their whole demeanor the, changes immediately. The solution is not to, uh, more drugs and more. It is get them outside let them be outside let them get dirty and sweaty and some dirt under their fingernails maybe let them eat some dirt but get them outside let them run around that's how that's how boys designed and i see it in girls absolutely see it in girls too my granddaughters are outdoor girls and man you get them outside like cody said you put the mud boots on them and they're going kids my daughter wears open. it wears a dress a dress with sparkles and mud boots that's her attire she's got the girly side from her mama but she'll wear those mud boots with that dress no problem that's and right she's a, a good mix it's a good mix hey i'm gonna tell you a thought that i've been having 
Here it is. I believe the second half of one's life is meant to be better than the first half. The first half is finding out how you do it, and the second half is enjoying it. The first half is accumulating all you can. The second half is trying to get rid of it all. Uh, This week's Bible verse comes from Isaiah 43. A voice is crying out. Clear the Lord's way in the desert. Make a level highway in the wilderness for our God. Hmm. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place, same time. Next week. First half your life spent trying to get off the farm. The second half's trying to get back on. <laughs> All right. Hey, this week, get the kids off the couch. Show them, take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds and the trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is. As long as you get them into the great outdoor zone hey if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church go to kidsoutdoorzone.com if you want if you have a boy that needs some time in the outdoors go to kidsoutdoorzone.com find a group in your community if you need to give if you want to give if you want to support the mission of no kid left inside go to kidsoutdoorzone.com you can make an impact on the next generation by giving to kids outdoor zone Hey, we're all headed to church. Want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church out there. Men, want to encourage you to please lead your family. Take them to church and then go have a nice buffet lunch somewhere and it'll it'll make for a great day. We're all headed to church and want to encourage you to do the same. Um, and for Jack the Ranch Hand, thank you, Jack, for being here, making sure this thing worked. From Cody Ryan, Beefsteak. The rest of our Wranglers and Ranch Hands and myself, TJ Graney, I just want to say God bless and regulators, let's mount up.